world is bigger and tougher, and I am too. There you guys heard it from Stacy. Again, launched her company Swoop Talent back in 2012. Had a really come to Jesus moment in 2016 or come to whoever you worship moment. Okay, that's what we'll call it, Stacy. Come to whoever you worship moment. 2016, refocused, cut her customer base in half down to 27, but more than doubled the price point. She's now got about 27 customers doing about, uh, call it 112 grand a month in revenue, up from 50 grand 12 months ago. So 100% year over year growth. Looking to break easily 2 million in ARR this year. That's 160 grand per month. 115% year over year annual revenue retention with their team of 20 based in Oakland, helping these enterprises keep all their talent data streamlined so they can actually use it. This is the Top Entrepreneurs Podcast, where founders share how they started their companies and got filthy rich or crash and burn. Each episode features revenue numbers, customer counts, and other insider information that creates business news headlines. We went from a couple of hundred thousand dollars to 2.7 million. I had no money when I started the company. It was $160 million, which is the size of many IPOs. We're bootstrapped. We have like 22,000 customers. With over 5 million downloads in a very short amount of time, major outlets like Inc. are calling us the fastest growing business show on iTunes. I'm your host, Nathan Latka, and here's today's episode. Hello, everybody. My guest today is Stacey Chapman. She's the CEO and co-founder of Swoop Talent. Stacey's been in the talent systems industry for decades as a vendor, practitioner, and implementer. In all those situations, talent data has been a huge challenge, and every year data gets more important, so our current company solves that. Stacey, are you ready to take us to the top? Let's go. All right. Tell us about Swoop Talent. What's it doing? How do you make money? So we connect data silos inside large enterprise. So we're able to connect all kinds of different systems to each other. Companies usually have about seven different systems with talent data in them. We connect all of those and then we connect them to available public data about talent. So you end up with a single source of talent data as a service, which we then strive to make as easy as possible for you to consume. Name a few of these sources just to put a face to the, the name. So it could be anything from the patent database to GitHub to um, Blogger, all kinds of places that you can find data about talent. And inside, it's going to be uh, Oracle systems, like t- systems like Taleo, like Workday, all kinds of places active and also a lot of inactive data that people lose in data migrations. And revenue model-wise, is this a pure play SaaS business priced along kind of how much data you're using or what? Yeah, it's how much data you're using and how much systems you have connected. Typically, customers pay us annually in advance. Okay, and give me, generally speaking, are we talking 10 grand, 100 grand, a million? What's general contract size? Big companies are going to be 100 grand and up. Medium-sized companies, uh, you know, in 50 to 100 grand. We okay. doesn't generally apply for small enterprise. Okay, if we try, I'm going to ask you to generalize for a second. I know you have different cohorts, but across your, just speaking about your customer base, the split between medium and enterprise, would you say a good average is... Call it 60, 70 grand in ACV? 85, I'd say. 85. Okay, good. So you're leaning more towards enterprise. Yeah. Yep. They've okay. got a bigger problem and it's <laughs> an easier story to tell. Yeah. And the sales cycle is probably the same as it is selling a 10 grand a year contract, right? Look, and that's the thing a lot of companies don't seem to get. It is exactly the same. Yep. Yep. Okay. Give me more of your story here. When did you launch the company? So we're kind of a two-stage company. We originally launched back in 2012, and then we worked away till 2016 just doing external data for people to do for like finding talent. And it just increasingly was becoming commoditized. So in the second quarter of 2016, we went through a process of saying, 
we either got to burn this down or we have to really look at a different way we can do it. So in 2016, we really moved it into the enterprise and started applying it to internal businesses. And it just makes it a lot less sticky. So it sort of deal. Sorry, did that require a, a total product rewrite or just tripling your price point? Basically, just tripling the price yeah. point and changing the story. You've heard that before, huh? Yes, and you said it's more sticky now or less sticky? More sticky. I mean, once you have fifteen million of a, of a company's records, you're not so much they're not so much your customer as your hostage. Yep, yep, that's interesting. And what have you scaled to? How many customers are you working with now? We actually have got fewer than half that we had before we did it, but the deal size is about tenfold. It's a beautiful thing. That's less support costs. So, so what is it? What's the number today? I would say 27 is the number today. So it was slow getting through 2017. We more than doubled in 2017, but we're also going to more than double again in in this quarter. So I think we've hit our stride. Yeah, that's amazing. I mean, if I take 27 clients times that 85 grand ACV, you told me, I mean, you're, you're cranking past 2.2 million in ARR at this point or about 190 per month, right? We're getting there. We're getting there. Okay. Yeah. But, but I mean, within 20,000 of that somewhere, I mean, that's super close. Close. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And so when you say you were doubling year over year, it's fair to say if I go back 13, 14 months to December, 2016, you were doing somewhere around call it 60 or 70 grand, right? And monthly recurring revenue. Even 50. 50. Okay, yeah. good. Good, good, good. Okay, good. So you're, you're 50 back then, call it, you know, 110-ish, something like that right now. When do you think you'll, uh, well, actually, have you done this bootstrapped or have you raised? We did 125K in friends and family back in 2014. And how was that? So I call that bootstrapped. It's fine. They're very nice. They're very understanding. Are they all on the cap table as individual lines or did you make them all go into under a syndicate? They're individual lines, which is proving to be a bit of a challenge. We should have um, we should have done that the other way around. But yep. hey, how many? You peop- learn. So it's one hundred and forty grand total. I think you said how many people? Four. Okay, that's not horrible. I've seen horror stories where it's a quarter of a million and like across twenty five people, and it's like a nightmare. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, that doesn't sound good. No. So basically bootstrapped, scaling 27 customers now, but paying you way more than they were back in the day. You said churn has also gotten better. What is churn down to today? We haven't lost a company since April. Okay. Okay. Got it. So since so it was over the past 12 months or so, you haven't lost a, lost a company. And uh, yeah, that so was- it's not long enough to really call that data. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it, it feel it, it feels really solid. Yeah. How's that? Yeah, it feels that way. That's good. If I ask you to give me a, a revenue churn number, so maybe you didn't lose a customer, but maybe some downgrade, some upgrade, what's revenue churn look like? They've all gone up um, about 15%. I've just put on a head of customer success who's revenue focused and is scolding me that it should have been a lot more than that. So uh-huh. hopefully I'll have a better story for that in a year. Okay. So what is revenue retention today? Is like 115%, 120%? Yes. 115. 115%. Interesting. What is your head of, your new head of customer success thing it should be? Well, he probably thinks that should be the right, but that the base contract size is about half what it should have been. So he thinks so it should be 160. To, yeah, for a while and then come back down to 110, 115. What do you have to make sure these customers, you used the term hostage earlier, um, people can start resenting you if they feel like they're a hostage. So what kind of uh, actions do you have to see your customers taking on a monthly basis to know that they're happy using you and they're happy to pay you? It's actually that they come up with other ideas of how to use us. So what we're finding in terms of building customer sat is they're having, as, as, as they get into like year two of working with us, they are having ideas about how they can use data in different ways. And so we, we absolutely have to adapt to that and respond to what their needs are 
at really well. So what happens is they're like, well, you know, you have all our data, so we have to use you for this. So can we do X? Handily, nine and a half times out of 10, it's been a really good idea. So we have to deliver them what they need to do to be able to continue to innovate. Mm -hmm. What are you spending to acquire these customers in the first place? Not nearly enough. Um, Up until, I'm going to say three months ago, almost all of our customers were customer, new customers were customer referrals. So while that's quite nice from a customer sat, it's a bit embarrassing for growth. Sure. So we're we're sort of starting to market. Interesting. So when you take fully weighted CAC though, like how many, what's your total team size today? I don't know. Uh, Well, we just put on eight new engineers and that takes us up to 20. So up until... January, it was 12 people. That's pretty significant. If you bring on eight engineers and assume a conservative salary of call it 60 grand a year, eight times five grand per month. I mean, that's 45 grand a month, a new burn. How are you mean, are you guys cash? they're not here. They're in Hyderabad. Oh, interesting. My co-founder is from Hyderabad. Oh, interesting. So you're getting really nice leverage in terms of much lower cost of human capital. Yes, but uh, customer success is here. You know, marketing will be here. Sales obviously is here, but engineering is going to be mostly. And where is here, by the way? Where's here? Oakland. Oh, oh, very cool. Oakland. I love that. And so do you maybe, let me ask this a different way. Is there a number of months that you like to get your money back on a new customer? So payback period? Um, Look, I can't even answer that effectively. Uh, The cost to acquire customers... To give, if I was going to give you a real answer, I would have to capitalize what the whole history of those years of us having done the wrong thing with the product were. So that sort of depends whether I count the life of the company and the life of what few customers we have in that time. I would say we should have paid back the cost of the customer in three months Mm -hmm. at at the the maximum. Yeah. But with some, with the weight that we're growing now, we're actually adding new integrators and new connectors all the time. So we should be able to bring that down further. That's interesting. As we get a more stable set of sort of plug and play system connectors. Yeah, that's interesting. I, lo- I mean, for a bootstrap company, you have to keep a tight payback period. But for a company like you, sometimes people look at that and go, wow, they're getting their money back so fast. They should be more aggressive in terms of acquisition because they get their money back so quickly. Yeah, I would agree with that. I, I've really struggled to find the right salespeople because we're tiny. The customers are very large and it's a complex consultative sale. So finding people who feel comfortable in that fit has been a real problem for me. Your your typical feature function selling doesn't work when you're talking about data as a service. So I found the right guy now and I would say that, yes, we should be vastly more aggressive this year than we have been. Do you think by the end of this year you'll break 2 million in ARR? Easy. That'll be 160. Do you think you break three? That'd be 240 per month. Not a bad goal. That's good. I love it. We'll have you back on in 12 months, Stacey. See how you you do, okay? Sounds good. All right, let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, what is the last business book you read? Um, The last business book I read, uh, it's one of those ones about outbound sales. How do you like that? I can't even remember the name of it. I've read about 10 (laughs) in the past six months. Outbound sales. Number two, is there a CEO that you love to get breakfast, dinner, or lunch with there in Oakland? Fallon Fatimi. She runs Node.io in San Francisco. Node.io CEO. Great. Number three, is there a favorite online tool you ha- you love for building your business? It's calendaring for me all the way. What's it? Having what, it's called Calendly? No, no. I actually use HubSpot for it, which is not the best one I've ever done. But just having something that lets you automatically and efficiently manage a calendar for me is definitely the one. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? 
because I have a new fantastic head of customer success and a new head of sales, I'm only getting about four to five. I've got to get that back to seven or I'm going to be like rat. <laughs> and what's your, what's your situation, Stacey? Married, single, you have kiddos? Single, 48. Any oh, kid? 49. I just had a birthday. Oh, congrats. Any kids? No. No kids. Okay, good. So you're passport. all- Love my passport. <laughs> you're all in on the company. I love it. Total freedom. Last question. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew? So that's a really good question. I I wish that I had known that the world was both bigger and tougher than I thought it was, but that that's okay because I am too. Oh, I love that. World is bigger and tougher and I am too. There you guys heard it from Stacy. Again, launched her company Swoop Talent back in 2012. Had a really come to Jesus moment in 2016 or come to whoever you worship moment. Okay, that's what we'll call it, Stacy. Come to whoever you worship moment. 2016, refocused, cut her customer base in half down to 27, but more than doubled the price point. She's now got about 27 customers doing about, uh, call it 112 grand a month in revenue, up from 50 grand 12 months ago, so 100% year-over-year growth. Looking to break easily 2 million in ARR this year, that's 160 grand per month. 115% year-over-year annual revenue retention with their team of 20, based in Oakland, helping these enterprises keep all their talent data streamlined so they can actually use it. Stacy, thank you for taking us to the top. Thank you.